Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast episode 98, casual chat about uncasual things, I'm Luke. Oh, good to meet you, Luke. I am, uh, Tony? What's up with your voice? What do you mean, what's up with my voice? Up to you my voice. You got a cold. No, yeah. sexy. <laughs> New improved sexy, Tony. You got a cold. No, I am sexy, Tony. So, okay. that's all we're going to say about that. Thank you very much. Okay. Sexy Tony better not spit too many germs in my direction. Sexy Tony had Monday off work because he was a bit <laughs> ill. Monday off, and then you flew to Auckland on Tuesday. And Thursday. Two flights? Two trips? Two or trips. Or did you stay over? Two trips. Right. Yeah. There was supposed to be a, a big, big coming out party on... <laughs> thursday night but it got canned who was coming out um a new supplier (laughs) (laughs) so not quite as not quite as uh sensual or (laughs) riveting as it sounds but um it got cancelled because only the boring people were over from the supplier so there were supposed to be a good contingent but we found out the health and safety person was there so we're like cancel it cancel it because it won't be fun (laughs) no shenanigans yeah so we cancel it Dang. So it's rescheduled to the 24th of October. Okay. I'll, <laughs> I'll keep my ear to the ground. Um, I also travelled this week. You did. You took... Um, oh, it used to be, there used to be a trip I used to take every week, the flight you took. Really? Back. Yeah. Oh, it's painful. Yeah, it is. It's probably one of the longer journeys in New it Zealand. It really is. like an hour and 50 minutes on a turboprop plane. So yeah. it's just a droning old... Well, not old, but annoyingly... Uh, whiny plane yeah i had small tested out my new headphones with noise cancelling so it really helped um but you traveled further than me but because you're on a better plane it was way quicker yeah Yeah. how how long's the flight you were on Uh, like an hour and how much further does it go Uh, about uh 150 kilometers further yeah (laughs) yeah so mm, that was cool and on the way back i with no word of a lie was the bumpiest flight i've ever had it was really bad it was actually quite bad this week flying there's been quite quite a few chops in the air yeah and because you fly on those little turboprop planes at a low altitude then yeah you fly through the weather not above it they um gave me a cup of tea and then i had to quickly down it because i gotta put my beer down to demonstrate for this audio medium yeah good for my benefit <laughs> it was here like you know i was just holding my cup just in front of my chest as you would with a cup but then the turbulence was such that to keep it from spilling i had to shoot my hand up to the ceiling like oh it was you went with like the momentum of of of, of the uh, of the aircraft the drop as, as yeah. the drop happened yeah yeah so otherwise my beverage would have just sprayed everywhere so then like- i had to quickly just down it and then we got through the turbulence and the guy was walking past he's like did anyone give you a drink i was like yeah i just had to had to down it <laughs> and they're like everything inside me is burnt yeah <laughs> like ow yeah the sarcophagus is yours is burnt is that yeah. right your sarcophagus sarcophagus your sarcophagus esophagus it's like, oh my sarcophagus my sarcophagus my sarcophagus is where i burning. bury my where i bury my egyptian rulers it stings <laughs> yeah but yeah the the bumpiest flight i've ever had wasn't good wasn't good um do you get motion sick no did anyone around you get motion sick a few people kind of did yeah we had just come from a um, business meeting and i had a really big uh, custard square australians oh. call them vanilla slice and so i had i was a little queasy but i kind of just blamed that i yeah, thought maybe they're... it was because they're apparently one of the leading causes of campylobacter in a bakery is, oh what really is a custard square yeah I don't think I've... Is Custer Square called that everywhere? I want to make sure we've got the right terminology. Describe what it is. It's a, a flat piece of pastry and then a really solid custard. Like, the structural integrity of jelly or jello, but it's custard. And then with another piece of pastry and then icing on top. Like, like I, this is, might be... Um, a, a, Know, revealing something about myself but I, i've never had a custard square 
Pardon? I don't like custard. Like, how does, like, one, custard does not sound appealing. This is... That, I don't even know you. Custard? Custard squares are, like, my favourite food. Custard? Like... Ugh! What's the sound <laughs> of it? Custard. Have you ever had custard? <laughs> Stop saying custard. <laughs> it's so I, weird. How do I ask that question I don't without hear that saying word it anymore? To say the c word, and that'll help. <laughs> That's what people mean when they say the c yeah, word. Yeah, custard. Yeah. Uh, I think like. Have you I'm had feeling, custard? Uh, yeah. So I'm just trying to think here. So at Christmas, what do you have with your Christmas pud? I don't like Christmas pudding. Oh God, I don't even know you. <laughs> like at Christmas time. Like, if there's, like, like pavlova. Don't like pavlova. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't like Christmas oh, pudding. I see what's happening Like, often yeah. there's, like, You don't like cream. fun. You don't like, like fun things. You know, like, That's they it. might have, like, ice cream and berries to go with that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I'll have the ice cream and the berries. That's fine. I'm happy with that. happy with that. But I don't want custard. I don't want Christmas pudding. I don't want pavlova. Like, I think I have had custard at times in... Is it, like, a cardboard container... That you pop open and you pour it over something? Is that what it's called a carton? Is? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like a milk carton. The carton. Yeah. 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 I've had a carton of. of, of That's custard. the best custard, the carton stuff. Isn't but then it? you can make custard square, which is even thicker, and it, you can slice it up. So, how, 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 does that, how do you thicken it up? How does that happen? I guess extra gelatin yeah, or fair, something. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give you that. Where do you stand on gelatin being vegetarian? Um, I. You, for a while you didn't go there but do you now you're just not bothered it's, it's a tricky one because you know there's gelatin there's like animal rennet for example yeah i remember when you used to come for dinner and we'd go and buy the rennet free cheese yeah. so that you could eat it there's those things that i don't like to include and rennet is like a animal byproduct yeah mm. um thing is like i'm okay with eggs like free range eggs mm. because like um, never had a life never had a chance yeah never had a chance sounds pretty sad uh so you would, as long as the so then you'd be all right to eat a cow's fetus as long as the animal was a can doing its thing that's okay never had a life but um <laughs> yeah cow's fetus no <laughs> well, who's eating a cow's fetus you could no it's the same as an egg isn't it no i i, I find it very hard like there's all these pages that I look at on social media that I, I have followed at some point, and it's like the one I watched the other day, and I'm not sure how you feel about this being an egg, but it was like, like a cow, and like it had its like calf removed from it to be mm. taken away for slaughter, and it's like mooing and in distress. Oh yeah, that's rough. And I'm like, oh, that makes me really upset. I can't deal with this. Yeah. And I'm like, how does that like is is that something that actually happens in egg or yeah. Well, Ooh. yeah, Cow- cows get separated from their mums. Like that's, that's just a that sounds fact. pretty. I mean, that sounds pretty. If you drink milk, you're encouraging it. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's the reason why cows continue to make milk is because they continue to fall. Pregnant. And it shows these poor animals in like distress, crying over it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I assume that happens. I haven't seen it. Oh, I don't think I can. It's like I've been Can I to, still eat cheese? Can I still eat cheese? A, oh, I don't know. A week ago, are. I was on a farm that um, there was an entire entire herd of calves, and they're happy. They wander around and play with each other, and they they take a trailer with a bunch of teats on the side of it, and they drink their you know milk or um, milk replacer through that. They follow the the tractor around but and I guess get into it's still that. been taken away from their mommies at right? some stage there may have been some trauma but what do you do it's hard. no milk no cheese yeah it's sort of like and i saw the video i'm like i'm never eating cheese again and that's an interesting thing it's an interesting thing like it's an important thing because there's a disconnect in the world right now people don't realize that to have a cow continue to give you milk you need to get it pregnant and yep. if the cow comes out and is a boy it's useless to a farmer. Yeah, it's going to be veal. No, or, yeah, or just so, uh, goes to a sheep and beef farmer to graze uh, grass until it's big enough to eat oh, yeah, yeah. as a steak. Oh, yeah, yeah, a bit more, yeah. yeah. not necessarily just veal. Yeah. Veal straight to the point, I guess. Yeah. Tortured baby cow. Yeah, see, so the torture part doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, unless you can't removing it from his mother. Yeah, like torture. emotional torture. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not like in so this I guess country. This is, this is people... the problem, isn't it? Like, 
Uh, Same thing happens with, with lambs. Same thing. Oh, so but I mean, if it didn't happen, then you'd have one giant herd in this country. You couldn't have individual herds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'm like, oh, it, it's actually, but it, um, this is something I think it's going to come up more and more. I think in the future, these ethical questions around how we farm. farm. Is it okay to do this? Mm. And I think the prevailing opinion seems to be no, it's not okay. Mm. But. It, it, we're still a long way away from saying we're not going to farm. Yeah, the prevailing opinion might be, no, it's not okay, but I don't know any other way. Yeah. Well, there is another way. It's um, You could you could easily... is substitutes for all this stuff, but it's people accepting that the, instead of having uh, a, a paddock full of cows, you have a paddock full of um, crops that you would yeah. Yeah. grow into, and you would then use those crops to have your like Beyond Meat stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's ways to do that. There's still carbon footprints with that, though. Yeah, but way less. Yeah, not necessarily. Because the volume that you need to do might not necessarily outdo the... Dairy. Yeah, but there's no cows shitting in the rivers, then. <laughs> well, yeah. This is Ag Chat. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a farmer, call us now on... Uh... Yeah, there's there might not be cows shitting in the river, but you still need fertilizer, which can get in rivers. Which is where I come in. Yeah, well, you come Because I in. build software so that people can't Don't put shit it, in rivers. Can't put it in a river. <laughs> yeah. And can't put too much Your on. Your job is to stop people shitting in rivers. That's pretty much what I do. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, hey, hey, you're walking, you're at the river, it's Christmas time, summertime, here. Christmas time here, summertime, by the way. It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, stop shitting in the river. You're like, oh, it's all right, I the app. And you're like, well, here you can't have, now they have the app. So, would, that be a, would that be a realistic, probably, I guess... I, I guess a radio play of what you do on your job. Yeah. You're out. On you're the out, job. You're enjoying some time. I'm out on the job. You're on the job. You're wading through a river. There's, you know, someone that's you know, like a local shitting in the river next to you. And you're like, hey, that's hey, actually, don't uh, shit in the river. Have this app. And you can shit where you please, but not in the river. <laughs> Unless you please. Yeah. But is, don't. Is that like what you do? Um, it's it's a really busy season coming up because people start going swimming in rivers and stuff oh, they'll be when they're camping. Yeah, so they'll be I've got to go rivers. and we're on the party. Yeah, yeah. Gone. Yeah. You'll see someone with a bit of like they're crouching, sort of like this sort of semi sort of like <laughs> crouched. Look on their like, face like. He's like, oh, hey guys, I'll be back in about five minutes. Like a cat just yeah. locking eyes with you. Yeah, wades out. The, uh, <laughs> pops down. You're like, oi, you, <laughs> stop shitting in that river. <laughs> yeah. That's good. You do a good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, very good. So the other thing so anyway, about custard cust- squares, custard squares. <laughs> is that um, I like them so much I went to a place in Melbourne that has uh, the world's biggest custard squares. How big is the world's biggest custard squares? About the size of a baking sheet. Massive. What does a baking sheet mean? What does that mean? A, c- a cookie sheet. A baking tray. An oven tray. No, I don't really make things in my oven. <laughs> okay. You know the wire rack inside your oven? Vaguely. Vaguely. <laughs> I'm not that familiar with it. That size. So say I... Here we go. Say like... The audio- size of a laptop that's shut. A 15-inch laptop. But it's about 15 to 20 centimeters tall. Wow. Okay. And do you have like a, a slice of that or do you eat the whole thing? They cut it into six and you buy them for $10 a slice. Worth it? Yeah. yeah really good i ate the whole thing did you feel sick in one sitting yeah, i felt sick yeah. <laughs> but i had to do it it's a thing with me <laughs> it's the same squares, reason i wa- feel you feel incredibly ill but you keep going <laughs> yeah i had to finish it it's the same as um the one kilo burrito i ate see i'd do that it was good i just made the mistake of um getting the really really spicy salsa yeah that's a challenge i i I actually tend to go medium spice now with my burritos um i usually go hot so is it so was there a level above hot above i was just unexpected like i was chowing down yeah and i forgot how hot it was so the only slowdown to me was the heat rather than the size of it but did I've you, eat, as you, you know, I've it? eaten the did world's... Did you finish the one kilo? Yeah. Oh, good. good. You, I got a Lucha Libre mask. Oh, very good. <laughs> but I also have eaten the world's hottest ramen. Remember? So That's hot right, to yeah. me is different to hot I did to have... Um, I went for Thai food last week. And Thai I, food? And I ordered the hot. Yeah. 
um, and they were like, "Oh, it's pretty hot." I'm oh, like, I get that when I'm at an Indian restaurant. I'm like, I can, I can handle it. I couldn't quite handle it, oh. but I was too proud of myself to back yeah. down. So I had a few things, things, spoonfuls. That's even not even right. <laughs> Forkfuls, <laughs> sure. And um, yeah, so oh, oh full, full, full. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'd outdo you. You know what's good with spice? Milk. Yeah. But you can't have it because it's torturing cows and their calves. Yeah. Yeah. When you're talking about super hot, though, like the noodles I had were Carolina Reaper mash as the flavor sachet. So there would have been probably at least three, possibly up to eight Carolina Reapers on noodles. And I ate it. When you get to that level, you're not talking milk. You're talking like... Um, meditation you're talking headspace you're talking breathing techniques you're talking ice cream <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> as well yeah yeah just 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 to sort of calm yeah the senses that like, was crazy that after being inundated by that uh fiery ferocity yeah uh, that's easily the hottest thing i've ever eaten and you wouldn't handle it you no would, I don't you think wouldn't I, finish i wouldn't finish you wouldn't I, finish I, I don't re- normally finish um, as I told you, my, Thai food, Thai food. What we're we talking about again? Gus I went to squares. Hamilton, and I have a question for you. Okay, lay if, it on me. If because okay. you asked me some aviation theme questions about the trot, and I think I, um, I think I answered them to your satisfaction. Is it? Yeah, that was really good. Um, this isn't. The I same came out questions. of a meeting and I was like, "There's all these questions." So I'm like, "Okay, I can get my plane geek brain on." <laughs> yeah, so this, use the same part of your brain, but it's a different question. Okay. If it was, and and also once again, welcome to this paranormal podcast for one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that we've finished, did you say what episode? Chat episode and agriculture. What, did you say chat. what episode this was? Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. Um, do we tease on the 100th episode? Uh, you got big things planned, I I've hear. got big things planned. Is that big the tease? Or big planes planned. Oh, is that a tease? Yeah. Okay, we'll take that as a tease. Yeah, it's not My a question one. is um, aviation themed. If it was so bad to have your phone on while you're on a plane, wouldn't they just take it off you? What is a phone going to do? It does nothing. It, I mean, it's one of those things to where, protect ourselves legally. We don't advise taking no. one. So always follow the safety briefing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's one of those things where it realistically does nothing, but it's just to prove that does nothing would be expensive and challenging. So it's, it's easier, less expensive to just say don't use them. Don't use them. Yeah. Again, it's about money. Is this like that thing of on uh, Fight Club? That guy's job was to assess. The cost of recalling all the Toyotas in the world or Fords in the world versus paying out the people who died because of a fault in it. Like the Custer Square, I've never seen Fight Club. You've never seen Fight Club? No, I haven't had a Custer Square and I've never seen Fight Club. Oh. I'm not an aggro guy. It wasn't something that was up my up my avenues. It's not all about fighting. <laughs> Sounds like it's named Fight Club fuck's sake it's named after fighting the thing is because of the rules of it i can't even talk to you no about you it. can't you can't you do can't. you know at least that part yeah i've heard the story you know what story the only rule in fight club is no it's the first rule of fight club. the only rule in fight club the important is you thing don't here. hit below the belt <laughs> like that's the famous line yeah you don't tickle the testicles. <laughs> That's the second yeah. rule. The first rule of Fight Club, don't t- tickle the testicles. Yeah. Okay. That's the line, right? I don't know which one you've been, you've been uh, Googling. It, but could, nah. it could have been gay porn. <laughs> just, just, just putting it <laughs> out there. Um, so, um, yeah. Do you remember a couple of years ago, like, they would even say that your phone had to be switched off yes. at all times. On yeah, flight. it was only recently you're allowed the Bluetooth yeah. on. Then it was changed to be switched off during takeoff and landing, but plane, uh, but airplane mode during the flight. Then it was changed to airplane mode at all times. Mm. And then they allowed Bluetooth on and airplane mode. Mm. So it's, it's going to come. And now you're allowed to even be using it for takeoff and landing on certain aircraft 
um, they only stop you for the safety briefing, right? Well, you can't have it on. You have to have it on flight mode, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you can use but it. All it used times. to be, you, yeah, you weren't allowed to ha- be looking at yeah. it, type thing. Earlier on this year, I flew an airline in Asia, and they said you couldn't have Bluetooth on. And I'm like, what? Because they had my head, the only headphones I had were Bluetooth. Yeah, like, I had my head. I was like, I don't, I can't plug these in because they're Bluetooth and strange. Yeah, so different because different aviation authorities rule different ways. So. Yeah. What's CAA? Civil? Civil, yeah. And where does that cover? Uh, generally what the CAA covers of New Zealand just copies what the US and the UK do oh, in yeah. Australia. Yeah. So you've got the CAA in Australia. The but FA, how is the this FA, paranormal? So you've got, you've got the CAA <laughs> in the UK, you've got CASA in Australia, and oh, the okay. FAA in the US. So it kind of happens, but okay. yeah. Good. It's paranormal because why can't you use a fucking Bluetooth headset on a flight <laughs> in 2019? God. Yeah. Um, so this week we had some homework again. We were to watch, like you text me after my, after my hour 50 both ways um, flight, I you, gave you, you gave me a that. suggestion you had to reading watch material something. and you enjoyed it. So it's not, it's not, it's not dwell on that. I'm going to dwell on that. No, you had a very, let good, me dwell on that. Um, in, in Lit's book club, which is a different thing that we do, uh, generally it's between, uh, Ladge and I, um, <laughs> we, we do a book of the week. No, and we, we haven't and we haven't done that before <laughs> and we probably won't do it again no, but we've bo- done that before secret machines secret machines yeah we've book- read book one and book two. okay so our third uh, book of the week third time <laughs> it's, you know between between drinks it takes you know it's and where bit. does uh give me some strange fit with the book of the week uh, it's always the book of the week so i guess <laughs> yeah but we only read like one section at a time uh sporadically okay so this book of the week, the that, book of the week. that you did recommend me before my long flight and then you waited till i landed and told me i had a thing i had to watch Go yes. on. Um, That's what happened. It is what happened, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd been... Because uh, well, we also do um, Paranormal Docker of the Week. Uh, if you've forgotten, this is a paranormal podcast. Yeah, so there we go. Coming back in. And I'd sort of said that we haven't done anything UFO-y for a while. Mm. And um, so... To be fair, this one on Amazon Prime wasn't available for download. You couldn't watch it offline. So I couldn't watch it on the plane. Oh, was it not? Yeah. Okay. Well, then I feel vindicated somewhat. And I accept <laughs> apology. <laughs> There's one in there somewhere if you listen back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this week you messaged me with some homework. And um, I thought it's a 44 minute documentary available on Amazon Prime in New Zealand. And I don't know what the hell it's available elsewhere. But not available for download. Not available from download. So you can't watch it offline. Um, beyond... The Spectrum. Uh, Musan's... Is that how you say it? That's how you say it, apparently. <laughs> Musan's UFO Files. Sure. So I'll... So I'm going to make sure I don't say that name at all this episode. So that it has to be that. Musan's. 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 <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't speak Spanish. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so... So we we watched this forty four minute documentary. Yeah. Um. So who separately, separately, but equally. <laughs> and the um the star. What John? I mean Jamie, Mossan, Jamie. <laughs> Is that racial? Racial? I don't. Jamie Mossan. Is that right? It's like that um that joke around um. Julio Iglesias. Do you know that one? <laughs> no. Um, so, when I say this next thing, you have to come back to me with when's that, okay? Okay. I'm going to the new Julio Iglesias concert. When's that? Juno <laughs> <laughs> Very good, very good. So, um, Jimmy, <laughs> my son, is the, is the star of this. Yep. And it feels like this was filmed in the 1980s, but it was a 2019 documentary. Yeah. So to give it credibility, they've um, green screened a <laughs> newsroom behind him. Yeah. The which time. looks great, by the way. <laughs> You'd never guess You'd he wasn't there. You'd never guess he wasn't really there. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, there's no uh, no money, no no budget uh, was at all. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with it. This, this guy was similar it was in terrible. a way. This was like, remember on the Bob Lazar documentary, there was the Vegas reporter who kind of broke Bob Lazar. Yeah. To me, this guy is a Mexican. 
Mexican. <laughs> Mexican Mexican version of that guy. Yes. So he's a reporter for 60 Minutes who um, he actually got onto uh, some UFO footage um, that I forget where it actually came from. Uh, it was during an eclipse. There was a bunch of people that yeah, were so filming. Yeah, this was sort of a famous. Uh, this was a famous story. I had seen it elsewhere. I didn't realize that um, he was behind this. <laughs> Slight pause. Do I say his name or don't Remy I? Was 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 behind this, but um, there was an eclipse, and people were filming the eclipse. And as the eclipse moved in, it was invisible to the naked eye. But in the camera, there was like zillions of UFOs buzzing around mm. it was you know but yeah couldn't see it with the naked eye but cameras caught it and it yep. was um big yeah. news big, big so he news. broke the story and then kind of from there uh, started to carve a path uh down the ufo expose front yep. um so he'd um he'd he'd been like a big kind of uh environmentalist um mm-hmm. before then he'd helped save the bees um the giraffes the seas the bees the um the seas and the bees. turtles the monarch butterfly the glaciers yep one thing struck me Julio with this guy. glaciers <laughs> those sort of things one thing stuck struck me with this guy he's quite an interesting character and it might just be because he's mexican if that's not racist to say. <laughs> no it sounds a little racist but i'll let you i'll let you fly with us <laughs> yeah see where, um, see where you're going here because of his accent and one of the mannerisms he had really started to crack me up. He would often say, and then I thought, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like some South Park character. <laughs> like, Jesus like Christ. Like Mr. Slade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, following on from where you were up to. Uh, was an environmentalist. Yes. Uh, won a whole bunch of awards as a journo. 60 Minutes. 60, 60 minutes. That's, yes, yes, very good. Very um, good, I'm sure that's right. Uh, yeah, lots of legit channels and um, and eventually started to break UFO stories. Just going to um, say, if you're going to watch this, a little bit slow to get into. Takes a, the first sort of 20 minutes, a little bit slow. Would you say it's like the lits? Yeah. <laughs> the lits of a... <laughs> Of the documentary a really world. Good point. It's like, what's paranormal about this shit? He's still talking about Julio and Glaciers. He didn't get mentioned once. No, and Monarch Butterflies and saving yeah. Julio and Glacier. Yeah. So he wins a bunch of awards. He starts to break stories of UFOs. Um, he starts doing interviews with legit news places mm-hmm. who also say, why isn't this getting more more coverage? Um, eventually the um, Mexican Defense Force get him in to um, ask him about the tapes he's got and um, he says Jesus Christ yeah. a lot <laughs> <laughs> and then what am I missing are we at the end <laughs> um, yeah I mean there's no real conclusion to it no so so what did it what what was interesting is he was talking about the footage that um, uh tom delong and to the stars academy of arts and science had previously broken yeah where it was uh recorded by the navy of a tic tac ufo google tic tac ufo i'm sure it'll be there um and it was interviews with the actual uh pilot Mm. um talking about how this thing was not of this earth and um sort of on that there's actually been a recently talked about that tic tac ufo and that the disclosure that that is a real ufo according to the u.s military yeah the navy just 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 decided to come out and say yeah yeah we don't know what it was and there's um an interesting interview that was in the new york times this week that's right with tom delanger (laughs) uh that's worth a read if you have access to it Uh uh-huh so yeah, like I think I like this doco. If it fast for the first fifteen to eighteen minutes, mm-hmm. and then you'll get into the good stuff. For example, this review sums I think quite well. I love this stuff. Copious amounts of Cheetos, perhaps some adult beverages, and a night locked in with another offering from the Beyond the Spectrum series. This one I hadn't hit yet, and I'm psyched I did. What you did with this stuff is thoughtful. And often, off-the-grid information presented on an indie scale, but with a keen <laughs> observance for storytelling structure. No surprise, then, 
that we're given exactly that prescription here in an installment dealing with UFO sightings in Mexico. This very well might be my favourite yet of this evolving series. So the thing with that all seeing, for me... All seeing, 11 June 2019. The thing with that for me is um, there was a big chunk, uh, once they finished talking about the Tic Tac UFO, they started talking about... Um, one of the i think mexican air force where they saw yep. like a fleet of 11 yes lights in the sky or craft or heat signatures is what they actually were and they were recording them with um both uh light spectrum cameras so what a human eye would see plus infrared, infrared yep. and they were only there on the infrared yes so to me i thought that the fact that it said beyond the spectrum was actually talking about this doco specifically but is it actually a series? It seems it has to be, nothing according, to, do with according that. to um, all the, sorry, the all-seeing one, yes. <laughs> okay. So, alright, just happens to be about light spectrums and on a documentary called yeah, seems, Beyond yeah, the Spectrum. Yeah, Beyond the Spectrum, actually, it seems to be a, uh, a series. Okay. So, it's got, it's got quite good reviews on IMDb. Okay. Um, most of them, uh, this is 7.5 out of 10. Like most of them are eights, nines, or tens. There's one five that drags it down. There. Oh, we got to watch that. Yeah. No, actually, we don't. This one was bad enough. There was essentially a big long. It wasn't bad. I would have liked it if there'd been. Maybe they had. Like, I liked the UFO stuff, but once they got to the UFO stuff, it was great. Juicy. Oh, yes. Very juicy. But <laughs> it probably took just a little too long to get there. Um. Yeah. It's only 44 minutes long. Exactly. Though they didn't have long to get there. And they <laughs> yeah. spent about 20 of that minutes talking about um, this glacier stuff. Yeah. And one thing that struck me is like two minutes before the end, they start showing all these pictures of like alien skeletons and alien bodies that are supposedly being trying to be yeah. identified by this guy. I'm like, dwell on that. It's like, this is interesting. That's way more interesting. Not than the monarch butterfly shit that he found <laughs> from National Geographic at the beginning. Yeah. It's like the National Geographic guy, uh, he took photos of the butterfly but wouldn't tell us where it was, but I found it and then I protected the butterfly. Like, shut up! I don't care about this! <laughs> Show me the alien skeletons! Yeah. Dead right. <coughs> Sorry. So Sorry, I'm, a, getting car- I'm getting wound up here. So, on a scale of alien skeletons, 10 being very, very enjoyable, 1 being not very enjoyable, um, how many alien skeletons would you give it? I'd give it a 6. Six alien skeletons? Yeah. Like, again, I, I, I feel a bit bad because I can see all these reviews are really, really positive. Um, and I obviously didn't leave with... I feel like, what are we pos- missing here? <laughs> yeah. Um, I would have thought that there could have been, like, a voiceover bio of him. Because they kind of did that. Yeah, but for 20 but, minutes. Yeah, but for 20 minutes. So they could have done, like, a, a bit of a bio of him and found out that he was, like, yeah, he, he sort of, like, wasn't sure what he was going to study. And his like, mate was, like, he was, like, <laughs> I want to do business. He's, like, business is boring. And, Jesus Christ. Yeah, his mate's, like, come do journalism. He's, like, journalism, you expose a secret. So he's, like, okay, do journalism. And he did that. He said the planet. He said those trees. He said the one at Butterfly. He said Julian Glacier. And, yeah. We were like, I was like, okay, this guy, he's on, he's on a roll. He's on a roll. <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe we could, maybe we could beef this up a bit with a bit more UFO content. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And wait, are you talking about this podcast or are you talking about- Well, both, yeah. <laughs> it, it's been very rich of us to be complaining about lack of paranormal content in this documentary. Truly when is. most of this podcast has been us talking about custard squares. Can you still use the phrase pot calling a kettle black? Oh, that's, uh, no, 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 you can't. Not in this current no, no, climate? No, 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 it's like I didn't use it then. I was actually just asking. Um, pot calling a kettle a climate change denier? Would you recommend this documentary? No. You wouldn't recommend it at all. I gave um, it a six. What would you give it? I think it was. I, I think it'd be a solid five out of ten. Yeah, it's it's middle of the road. Isn't it's it? worth looking at more. The thing I found most interesting was actually the extended interview. Well, I hadn't seen the full interview with the pilot of the Tic Tac footage. Yeah, that's like that's just really good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then there was some other interviews with other pilots who so, had seen stuff. So that was good stuff. Tip, seeing as we've told well, you... It's just less about this guy. Yeah, seeing as we've <laughs> told you about the background of this guy already, Yeah. how about, yeah, watch this doco, yeah. jump forward to maybe 18 minutes in, <laughs> yeah, and save yourself 
all that nonsense. 18 minutes. Yeah. And <laughs> watch this straight to the UFO stuff. 26 minute documentary. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be actually good. I'm, I'll find out when he starts talking about UFOs and we'll let you know. We don't have to. No, I was going to do that. Put it in the episode description if you want. So nah, we don't have to do it. Um, what else have you got? So I, I thought I thought that you know this was a because the segment was a little bit light on content for the UFO. I thought um, we might touch on some local body politics. <laughs> if you needed this thing spiced up, you hold on to your hats because we got some local body politics coming your way. You no, know, we haven't. You know, we've been running about an hour for episodes recently, and this this should have propelled us hopefully through to the end. But we found out that you know, content wise, he was a little bit light, old Jimmy. Uh, so, <laughs> God bless him. God bless him. Yeah. God bless him and Jesus and everything. But, um, running a little bit light on content with um, that. So we're not trying to detract you from watching Jimmy's documentary. Just, I know what you're doing. Just go. Just get into we're it. We're just saying, watch it. Fast what, forward to eighteen. What's happened here is you you've got something you want to say. You are trying to figure a way to jump onto it. Let's just do it. This isn't filler. This is something I can tell you've been busting to throw into this episode. So it's your local elections at the moment. I say yours because I'm in a different district to you. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, you are. Still waiting on gas and a tolls money from you. but Distinct. For being district. here every week, but we'll move on. Yeah, you're coming into our city, though, and driving on our roads. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. So. I agree with you. I am driving on your roads all the way from my house. And from your workplace, which is in my city, to mm. my suburb. Yeah, and my Which workplace, is in my suburb. My workplace probably pays to be there. Yeah, he probably does too. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. So you've got local elections going on, as do I, but I've got different candidates. So your mayor is a Christian fundamentalist who has destroyed... I guess or over hyperinflated rates and um, hyperinflated rates spent all the money on uh, one area, uh, which is a growth area, a soulless area. And it's although, bad, although to be bad. fair, we went and used the pool last week and it was oh. really good and really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> so we're probably going again tomorrow. Oh, very good. <laughs> nice. um, however, the guy before he was mayor was teaching religious studies in the schools and uh, students weren't given the option to opt out. Not. And they thought they were going to. And they were all told they were going to hell if they didn't go to church. And they were about six years old at the time. Good guy. Good real guy. top guy good guy real good but then guy. my other option is a grumpy farmer who's <sighs> like 70 so who are you voting for not the religious guy or i don't know i'm torn but anyway you've got uh you've got a striking candidate that um you cast your eye upon yeah well i've already voted for him so um, <laughs> it seems like a legit vote there you go so he's, he's running for mayor as well but i, I thought i'd read his um district health board um bio so he calls himself um what do you mean calls himself his name is his party name okay electronic schizophrenia is his party name yeah that's a bold move it is it is okay so he says first of all there is no such thing as schizophrenia okay okay then why is this party name i don't know (laughs) electronic schizophrenia We'll, we'll find out okay uh, in 1989, the American woman and her NZ team bugged a man's house. So, is, hang on, this is this is in the brochure about this is how it begins. Yeah, the brochure is, to, to make you want to vote for this person. Yeah, this is the brochure that's got a paragraph from each of the candidates to say, "Vote for me, I stand for this." And he's led off with. So he's led off with. There is no such thing as schizophrenia. In 1989, the American woman and her NZ team bugged a man's house. Which American woman? I don't know. This the. I've heard about people calling, you know, the man. You know, the man is in in America. Sticking it to the man. Government, you know, the man. Yeah. Yeah. But the American woman, it could be like the. Is that the one from that song? Lenny Kravitz? Yeah, the Lenny Kravitz song. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. American woman and a New Zealand team. Uh, bugged a man's house they bugged the radio jug urn i thought urns were things that like with dead people's ashes were in urn. an urn yeah i think that's an urn uh the fan but the, but the urn is also the big um hot water thing with a tap that you see at conferences well, that's an urn why would, but why would someone have in their house though this is their house they wouldn't have that in the house 
Would they? Can you use can you use that interchangeably with like a, already like a ju- hot water I've cylinder? I've already said jug here. Oh, good point. Maybe a hot water cylinder. I'm looking at my hot water cylinder like we're in the cupboard it, stored as this. I will find that answer. Like out. you just happen to open the cupboard and it will say urn written on it. Remember, I replaced that this year. New one that went in there. Um, and fan heater and started to nag him. Fan heater would be a terrible thing to bug. You couldn't hear anything. I like that the whole time. Yeah. I guess it was turned off. And started to nag him if these were turned off. So nagging if they were turned off. So well then the, it would be on all the time, mm-hmm. which would mean you wouldn't hear it. Not on the So they bugged heater. the radio jug, urn, and fan heater and started to nag him if these were turned off. Well, if they were turned <sighs> off, yeah. then you'd want them turned off so you could hear. Yeah. Okay. It was too difficult to pull apart a good working jug and urn. So a good working urn. So a good working, like, like vase that holds dead people it doesn't like work well it just it just had it functions thing. it functions it's like it, it does its job so urn must be something other it must be like a hot water a hot water cylinder or a hot water thing yeah if the radio was turned to another station it would take 17 seconds exactly for them to retune to the new station so just to be clear this is what this guy's chosen to write in his little paragraph that says vote for me vote for me He's he's led off with if the if an American that, woman bugged someone in New Zealand's yeah. house, their jug. Okay, their so there's so, yeah, there no such thing as schizophrenia. In 1989, <laughs> the American woman and a New Zealand team bugged a man's house. They bugged the radio, jug, urn, and fan heater, and started to nag him if these were turned off. It was too difficult to pull apart a good working jug and urn. So so far. I don't think I'm convinced that this guy is right for the Canterbury District Health Board. No, where does he stand like, on issues? Like, this is health. Like, this feels like mental health <laughs> isn't right. So he should not be dictating policy. Anyway, Go on. Carry on. Um, if the radio was turned... I would, have thought, I would have said tuned then, but... If the radio was turned to another station, it would take 17 seconds exactly for them to retune it. There he says tune there. To the new station. The fan heater was stripped down and found to have two overheating diodes, one of which talked in a high-pitched voice. Whoa. Please vote for this man. If he put his fingers around the diode, it would stop talking. He would turn on his tape recorder when he went out, and the police, Sunnyside's doctors... Now, Sunnyside is a... Like a mental asylum for lack of a better word yep. in, in, in in this part of the world yeah where is that located um don't know carry on don't know sunnyside's doctors would not listen to the tape so he would turn on his tape recorder when he went out and the police sunnyside's doctors <laughs> would not listen to the tapes okay okay are we are we happy with this guy? Is he telling us, like, has he justified why we should vote for him yet? Well, he got my vote at, at the first um, para. Um, when he started talking about an American woman, he had my vote. Now, the final sentence here will seal your vote. Okay. Something must be done about the thrush and chlamydia boom. Ho, 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 ho. Why is it a boom, not a flap? Yo, maybe too, too close. Maybe too, 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 too. <laughs> things are too closely lined up. Riddle me that bad. one, yeah. Tom. Yeah. Um, Sunnyside was in Christchurch. It was. Uh, and and it literally <coughs> was called. Sorry about that. Uh, it was literally called Sunnyside Lunatic Asylum. Oh, like often, yeah, often they went, they they led with lunatic asylum and, and back in history. It yeah, was, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, first patients were 17 people who had previously been kept in the Littleton Jail. Uh, oh, it was Hill Morton. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Anyway, that doesn't mean anything to most people. Um, well, we do have some local fans. Do you want to shout out our local fans? Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> <laughs> to throw you in it. Go on then. <laughs> um... <coughs> Sorry, I'm... Sunnyside Asylum uh, was completed in 1891. So, closed in 1999. It's 
few crazies gone through there. All right. Anything more on Mr. Schizophrenia? Um, so he's running for mirror as well. So here's another one, but I might just leave that because I just... <laughs> Save it for another episode? Like, yeah. Is look, it just look, as bad? Um, it's not as bad. Like, the fairest way to stop house prices rising is to restrict house prices to a government valuation, which is every five years, and a one-fifth increase only allowed compounding in the time between valuations. The city's dreadful smoking and drinking problem suppliers... Wealth for legal denial should be weakened by a price freeze on suppliers, more tax and a penalty extra tax surcharge annually on shares and non-profits. So it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Okay, so to finish up, shall we do a strange? I think we should. It's been a wee while. We've heard a lot of strange shit here. Yeah. Um, Um, And just just to tease a little paranormal at the end of the app. There's, um, so the wee book that we get here with all the candidates is one, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six pages of notes. Six, six pages allocated for Yeah, notes. that just reeks of no one counted. No one counted how many pages they needed. They didn't do the thing right. They just decided, yeah, we've overcated here. Yeah. We're going to add notes at the end. I hope, I think Jesse may have got this a bit confused. He's ticked the boxes on the book of how to guide, on, how, on who to vote for <laughs> rather than necessarily uh, <laughs> ticking the voting form. So I hope he actually ticked the voting form and not just ticked the um, the book. The picture, yeah. Yeah. So this is my partner's book and he's just ticked the um, the page that he wants to vote for rather than necessarily ticking the And then the just mail form. that in. So I'm like, you can't just mail this in. <laughs> Good. But no, I think you filled the format as well so yeah not just take that all right let's do some get me some strange you want to do the reading or am i doing the reading um i just read tubby so i'll okay. give you the reading there we go so this is the segment um where we take the 1982 reader's digest version of mysteries of the unexplained i'll flick to a random page tony will tell me when to stop and we'll read one of the paranormal pages paranormal stories from the page we land on this is the segment called get, get me, me some, some strange turn the music on yes it's on Thank you, thank you. I hope my hearing's still a bit like, ugh, after those, uh, those flights of my cold. Alright, flicking. Stop. Oh, it's a tasty, juicy one. I can tell, I can tell by the way your lips have burst. This is the segment section called Heavens Above. Atmospheric and Astronomical Oddities. No, is this where you're like fish land in like Iran? No, that's um, strange things from above. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, my apologies. My yeah. apologies. Don't be crazy. I'm very crazy. What do I want to... We might have done some of these in our pre-post-it days. because the, uh, the system ready. is that we put a post-it on the... Um, post-it Bridget Jones's Diary? This is Jesse's Blu-rays. You just opened the cupboard and all I can see is Sex in the City, Desperate Housewives, and Bridget Jones's Diary. Yes, so they're Jesse's Blu-rays. <laughs> awesome. And notebooks in there too. Okay. Uh, stop me if we've heard this one. Phantom soldiers appeared on and above a mountain in Scotland on June 23rd, 1744. Doesn't sound familiar yet. 27 witnesses, some of whom gave a sworn testimony to a local magistrate, watched the aerial maneuvers for up to two hours before darkness ended the display. Sir David Brewster, in his Letters on Natural Magic, suggested that it must have been a mirage of troops on the far side of the mountain and linked the hypothetical troops to the Scottish Rebellion of the following year. That's not our first reference to a Mitsubishi Mirage, actually, in this podcast, so very good. Uh, that's it. Do you want another? There's uh, another bite-sized one here. Okay, yeah, give, it, give us that. You're now applying the uh, the newfound... Ceremonial... Sticky... Post-it sticky post-it. Yep. <clears throat> and they're very colourful. We can go for uh, navy, emerald green. Oh, that's not quite emerald green. No, they're all fluoros. Fluoro green. Oh, they're good. Uh, was it highlighter yellow? <laughs> <laughs> highlighter orange? Highlighter purple? Yeah. That's so the fluoro, easiest way to say it. As in fluorescent. As in highlighter. Highlighter yellow? <laughs> that's such a, I think that's a really New Zealand-y Yeah, phrase. it is. Highlighter yellow? Yeah. And the other controversial one when talking about um, uh, marker pen colors, skin color. Oh, don't don't even go there, please. That was a thing when we were. It at school. was because we came from a town where everyone was white, and it was <laughs> not at my school, pal. Oh, I guess not for your school. Yeah, <laughs> skin color still meant like oh that orangish, pinkish. It was peach-ish. a really horrific thing to say. Like as kids, you're like, "Have you got the skin color?" It's yeah, like, no. oh no, no, you can't <laughs> this say is that. Terrible. No, not everyone's white like you. A luminous cloud was seen, driven with some violence from 
east to west, where it disappeared below the horizon. On the same day, an earthquake occurred in Florence, Italy, on December 9th, 1731. Like many accounts of earthquake lights, this one is tantalizing because it lacks detail. Uh, I feel like we've had that one because we have talked about earthquake lights after because there were earthquake lights here when earthquakes were experienced. Yeah, and we also talked about it around um, the what you called it was the ball lightning after, and I said it was a UFO. You said it wasn't. Wait, I can't remember. It sounded like you made it turn down the chance to find a UFO story. It's a... Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, do you want to one of our previous ones. It was a highlight. Yellow one. Hang on, I'm not done. I'm not done. It's not done. Okay, no, it doesn't finish with this one lacks detail. It finishes with this one. Well, the is... last one ended so abruptly. <laughs> I yeah. wasn't sure. Okay. Yeah, you're really, you're really hit and miss. This one is tantalizing because it lacks detail that would identify it either as escaping gas or some auroral display stimulated by magnetic magnetic of the earthquake well that was worth going back yeah to. thanks thanks for that uh, what color should i use highlighter yellow do you have any skin color uh only on my arm racist all right the thing is we're not even the same same skin color <laughs> stop. stop it's dangerous territory okay yeah um anything else to add for this week uh no i think we're all good um are we back next week i plan to be plan yeah. to be yeah what's the what's the date the date is something to do with October. Okay, I'll be there. So it's daylight saving this weekend. So if you're in New Zealand and listening to this before daylight saving, which is probably unlikely because it probably will come out around post daylight saving, remember to put your spring forward. And on that note, we'll call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Join us next week. And check your smoke alarms. Toodaloo.